Hello and welcome back to Bingeworthy Podcast. Today we will be reviewing The Sound of Metal, which follows the life of a heavy metal drummer who faces various personal and professional obstacles when he unexpectedly starts to lose his hearing. I am joined by my fellow co-host, Casey Kelsey, and hello, LaRosha Simon. And I'm Starly. Let's get right into it, guys. So what did you think of the film? For me, I wasn't upset with this movie at all. Um, I really like the storyline. Um, I like the idea of, I feel like there's a lot of symbol symbolism within this movie, um, which I think I wasn't expecting it because looking back on it, it's a very slow movie. There's not a, a whole lot of like, and it's, and I think I like it because it's so subtle in a way. Everything is subtle. Everything is subtle. Um, so like, if you remember the opening scene, when, or not the opening scene, but towards in the beginning when they're in their trailer, we see the cuts on her arm, but nothing was said about it. Not yet. Not at the time. I feel like that was really subtle. Like we already knew right away what type of person she was just off that one shot. And then he goes to cooking. What does he do? He, he rubs his ear because his ears are already starting to go out on him. And he goes, does another concert. He's banging on his drums. And then right before, no, excuse me, before that concert, his hearing goes out completely. And then he bangs on the drums. He's in the shower. He's trying to figure it out. He thinks there's something wrong with his sinuses and you know the over-the-counter doctor is like he's at a 28 percent right now <laughs> like he cannot hear me right so I think for a movie like that to have that same pace the entire time was very risky very risky and I think in a way it worked because usually at some point something happens and boom we get some plot twist or like Something big happens that brings us back into the movie, but in the pace kind of changes a little bit. But with this, it was like even with the big moments in like his all is lost moment, his his dark of the night soul moment, it was still slow. It was still very subtle. For someone to say we're gonna do it this way was very risky, and, I, and obviously it worked in their favor because it did get nominated for an Oscar. The sound design was was pretty interesting too um and i i like that i like that as well just how they're able to they cut off all the audio to give his perspective of what he's hearing because he's hearing absolutely nothing and then they cut the audio back on so that we can actually hear what's happening so i think that was really cool too and then just the just the whole meaning of the the theme of the movie i'm, I'm i was trying to figure out I feel like you can go with so many different themes of like, you know, bad things happen to us, but you can't force things. You can't fix everything that happens to you. It's that, it's that, that theme of like, cause he kept trying to, even with them saying, learn how to be deaf. Okay. Your hearing is gone. He, he wanted to save his hearing after people telling him, you can't fix that. 
which is true. We all know this. Hearing is one of those things that once it's gone, it's gone, right? So he gets told that he gets told about this surgery, this really expensive surgery he can have. He sells everything he practically owns to pay for this surgery. And what happens? It's worse than than even <laughs> than even being deaf. Like it's just worse for him. So I feel like it's the theme of that is like sometimes you just got to let things be because you can't fix everything that happens to you. You can't expect to fix every single thing that happens in your life. And sometimes you have to, you know, just think like everything happens for a reason. You know what I mean? Like things are supposed to happen the way they are. And sometimes you got to just let the universe do what it does. And then when you try to force things to happen, then you don't get the best outcome in which that happened to him. So I don't know. I really appreciate it. Just those little things about the movie. And then I'm going to be quiet because I went on a big tangent. I like your I tangent. I agree with your tangent a lot. No, I I definitely agree. Like sometimes it's unfortunate, but you kind of have to like flow and accept what is because I'm not going to lie when he got his earpieces finally, and then he went to go visit his woman at her, her, her dad's home and they had the party for me, that scene was like heartbreaking when he was going through the party and it was like all those excruciating sounds. And then he goes to get in bed with her after the party and he's like, well, you sounded so, so good. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, but he couldn't, he could barely hear anything. Like I just felt so bad for him because he wanted it so bad. And then I think my favorite scene was probably after he left. I'm really jumping the gun here. But after he left and he was walking around town and was in front of like the church bell tower or whatever, and he finally took them off. And it was like such a relief. Like I like blew out air and like relaxed for him because I'm like, just like finally you're letting yourself be because, oh my gosh, those sounds. And I wonder if that just those like, if you really looked at the cinematography of the movie as well and how they used the sound and camera work and how it like connect, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but it's kind of like he was looking for sound in moments that, you know, it should be quiet. He, he I don't know what I'm trying to say with this, but. No, I like what you said like, there. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> you think so? You think because like the 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 dude Joe, he was like stillness. You know, that's all we have as people who cannot hear. So, and he was basically telling me, you have to cherish those moments. And I wonder if almost in the way that this movie is trying, like I love how it kept saying being deaf is not handicapped. You have sign language. A lot of them can read lips. And honestly, I'm going to keep it a buck. Is it? It's probably best that way sometimes. Like the things people say about you, because I can tell you now, just because I know me and how my personality is, if I couldn't hear, I'm using that to advantage. If anything, this movie made me want to learn sign language. Uh, that too. Yeah. I could teach I, you. Yeah, you, you know teach me. Because I think it's just no. so beautiful to be able to communicate with people in all different like spectrums. So when I was younger, I learned sign language because my mom would send me to this nursing home. And basically the people were so hard of hearing, we learned signs. 
Um, and I realized through my time of like overusing my voice, I had laryngitis a few times where I wasn't able to talk. I wasn't able to sing. And I would sign people with ASL and then they'd be like, um, sorry, like I don't understand, which makes me also feel like people are less understanding to learn something that will make them uncomfortable. And so I found when trying to, even if you do the hello, my name is, which is like a clear thing. And my name is a little long, um, doing it or whatever. I found serving a table that was deaf or hard of hearing. They're more than willing to teach people in outside of the deaf community, their language, because it's very seldom that people actually want to learn ASL. Um, so that I found a lot of beauty in. And I also, generally speaking, I mean, I'm going to keep it 100, which I fell asleep in this movie. Like I, I had to like, it was really hard for me to like keep my attention. I did watch it all the way through, but I had to like go back. Um, But I think generally speaking, the message of the movie, because at the end, she's telling him, hey, we should go back to... Or no, he's telling her, like, we should go back to the music. And she starts getting very uncomfortable, like her nonverbals. And I think that's also a piece of the movie where a lot of those nonverbals are speaking much louder than words. Because you can see, at least how I interpret it, she's going back in her head thinking, like, I was in such a place of distraught, barely keeping it together when we were on the road and living in the in the, in the the home. Then I, I am here in, in France. And so he wants to get back to that, but not everything is as it seems. And like, while I, you know, work in a place where I'm talking all the time, I do cherish coming at home and not speaking or whatever, even though I like talk a lot or whatever. So um, I think the imagery I really liked of the movie, I didn't care for how long it was drawn out. I don't think it was drawn out. I feel... I- I feel like it, well, maybe because this is really my type of movie, but I think it unraveled beautifully. And I think, like you were saying, like when they were in the bed, her nonverbal verbal cues were really like screaming, like she wasn't really comfortable with the idea of like what he was saying. But I also think something beautiful within that scene, within that moment is how they said, you know, we saved each other. But I don't think it was like in a, the a physical sense because obviously they weren't together and I love towards the beginning when she made him go back to the place and she decided to leave because I feel like it could have easily went in a direction where she stayed and they really destroyed each other you know through the process so I think it I I admired the actors I think they really did a nice job and I admired the characters because they really had to grow on their owns and I think they both had a unique journey and I actually wish I could have seen more of her journey okay so I agree with everything you have said star and I want to just add to that really quickly and say that I really do appreciate how that the writers didn't do the typical he's gonna relapse I do like that the girl left because she knew that that was what was best. And she told him, like, basically, she said, if you hurt yourself, I'm going to go back to hurting me. So I need you to get better for me. And that's what he did. Um, But one of the things that kind of pissed me off about his character was 
I kept saying, so, okay, you're going to get these air pieces. You're going to get this this little air surgery. What you going to do? You're going to go back to banging those drums? I, I just, I, I, I could not understand why he thought that was a great idea. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get them. I'm going to get them fixed. We're going to go back on the road. We're going to go back to doing concerts. I agree. I didn't understand either. I think. I think that's also another element of or layer of his character is he had a bit of an ego. And I think in the scene where he goes into the the, the kids' classroom for the first time and the, the kids kind of making fun of him and he draws his name really big and it's like, dude, what are you doing? I think that that goes to show because he, he kind of like had to humble himself in that moment because it's like, dude, you're not any different than anyone in there. Like... You have to adjust. I will agree with LaRasha when she said that, you know, it. I'm a half agree with LaRasha. It did drag. His time of not being, not accepting the fact that he cannot hear anymore. It, it dragged a little bit, but, but I feel like for this movie, it worked. Because I feel like that is a little realistic. To lose something, to have something, and then lose it at a time like at a time where you feel like your life is going really, really well. Because remember, he was a drug addict, and he kind of talked about where he did. Joe asked him where he's from. He said all over. So obviously, he had a rough childhood, right? So it's like it was it was good for for his character though, because I feel like that's realistic. How long do you think it'll take you? to come to the conclusion that you can't hear anymore. Especially when you have a big ego, you're doing these concerts, you're with your girl, you're living your life how, you're, you're, you're comfortable with your life how it is. And then something like this happens to you. How long would it take you to be like, dang, I really can't hear and let it go. You know what I mean? Like that's a, that's a shift in your, your life. And so I feel like the ending was really strong. For him, it, for him to hear that loud church bell and he's sitting there and he finally just takes them off. And then he has his moment of stillness. Like Joe said, that was a very strong ending. Like, and then it just, it, and then it just goes black. And we know that at that moment, he then accepted the fact that he cannot hear. And, you know, I wish we could see, you know, how he turned out, you know. Maybe he went back to the school, but also I'm not mad at the ending. It worked. I loved it. Yeah, I 100% agree with you, Casey. Um, I, it's definitely realistic. Like, that would be very hard to cope with. Like, especially when you're a music lover. Like, I love music. I couldn't imagine not being able to hear and allowing those sounds to move me in different ways. And I never really got angry at him. And sometimes, like, how he reacted to things because it's, you know, he, he lost both of the loves of his life at the same time. Like that would be hard for anybody to like deal with. You lose your hearing, you lose your music. Like that for him probably, you know, was his meaning to life. And then you have to watch the love of your life drive away. And then you finally reconnect and you realize you both are at points where you have to be dependent on yourselves and you can no longer save each other. 
and you have to let that go. You have to let this idea of what your life would have been, should have been go. And you have to let her go and and live freely to do what like she wants to do. Cause clearly she was doing quite well without him. And even like her whole physical appearance, it was more vibrant. She was full of more confidence. She seemed more relaxed. Th- that was a big, one of the big lessons in the movie too, that I think a lot of people could learn from is sometimes you have to leave people to help them. Because yeah. sometimes we try to hold on to people so heavily and it's like, you're hurting more than you're helping them right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then the fact that he just got up and left because he, he, he even noticed that about like, oh, you cut your hair. You're not, you're, you haven't been cutting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like, I just love the subtle, just yeah. like, just how subtle this movie is. Yeah. It's so subtle. It's so freaking, everything about it is subtle. Just with the dialogue, even the, the, like, there's times where there's no dialogue at all. And we're just watching him do what he does. And I, I think that goes to show a lot about the actor. I think he did a brilliant job in embodying this this character. I really enjoyed yeah, he him. he was as funny, an though. Yeah, he, he was, was funny. Fu- he had a lot of funny moments, like... When she was like, talk to him. <laughs> he was like, I can't hear her. <laughs> when I was on the phone, and he was like, she was, here, he wants to talk to you. He was like, what? I can't hear. And he was like, I'm here, bro. I don't know. I can't hear you, but you can hear me. Like, <laughs> I'm doing fine. I'm not going to relapse. Like, he was so over it. Yeah, he had a lot of like funny moments, though. And those moments I really did appreciate too because it wasn't all sad you know like it was sad but like again realistic I feel like with the personality I will have I don't think anyone will be able to take you seriously either and why are we doing this dumb stuff I can't hear you I also would like to point out there's a whole score I think that's like 14 minutes long by a certain composer that literally gets ready to conduct and puts his hands down or their hands down and every piece of silence you hear are people shifting, coughing, chewing gum in the audience. And that's so like powerful. Um, So I think, while I didn't care for the pace of this movie, I think there's a lot of imagery that I do appreciate. I'm also a sucker for a good Oscar nominated movie. Yeah. And that, Oh, I'll just add this one last thing. I hope that whoever watches the film doesn't uh, view him as walking away from her in the end as a coward move. Um, I really believe that that was or should be viewed as an act of love because that takes a lot of strength and bravery to walk away from someone you love. Well, it looks like we're heading into the in here a lot of good stuff here so larasha do you think that this film was binge worthy not for me but i appreciate the sentiment not at all you yep. wouldn't even watch it again nope <laughs> and i like watching stuff repeatedly but no that's crazy casey how do you feel <laughs> do you think it was um, binge worthy yes i do think that it was it is worth watching it is binge worthy if you are into something that's it's just, just I just like how subtle it is. It's different. I've never seen it, seen a movie to keep the same pacing, and it worked for it. 
So I really want to emphasize that. Like, it's just one of those movies that I feel like you should just watch. Yes, it's a little slow. If you are someone that's not patient and don't really like like that whole pace and just everything being slow, then probably not for you. But I see why it was nominated for an Oscar, especially for the sound design. Beautifully done. And yes, it is worth watching. Well, I think it's definitely binge-worthy, worth watching. I would give it probably a 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10. Um, I think, you know, I agree with Casey. It was just a beautifully done story, I think. And, you know, to me, it, it wasn't dull. I, I didn't mind the pacing. I loved the subtleness, just like Casey. I loved the acting. Um, I love the main character, Ruben. I thought that his um, acting and emotion was just so, so, so good, so powerful. Um, and I think the film is really just like a good book you would read um, that you just probably wouldn't want to put down. So I would highly recommend watching this film. Well, that wraps things up. Thanks you for joining us for this week's episode of Bingeworthy Podcast. Toodaloo!